Welcome to the Do Better podcast with your coach and host, me, Stevie Potter, helping you to go from feeling like a smashed packet of custard creams to being a superhuman. To find out where you are right now on the spectrum, go to our show notes and visit the Superhuman Scorecard and start changing your life today. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the podcast. Episode 20. So let's do a little happy dance about that. Yay! We got to 2-0. Um, and nobody has as yet launched a complaint and taken us off uh, any of the podcast hosting sites. So this is good news. Um, I hope you've had a good week. Uh, I can't even remember when the last time I spoke to you was, so I don't know what I've been doing. Um, probably just training hard. Um by the time you hear this, I'll be about a week away from the first triathlon of the season for me, which I'm quite excited about. Um, so I've had a couple of outings in the new race suit, which is exciting. Um, yeah, and just kind of working hard. So by the time this goes out, I will probably be approaching uh, a little taper for that race and getting very even more excited than I am now. Um Yes, hard to believe, I know. I've accidentally had a caffeinated coffee today as well. Um, I am six hours out from that event. Uh, it happened about six hours ago. Long story, um, but basically I got to the gym an hour early and then I had to go somewhere to, you know, occupy myself for an hour. Um, ended up going through a uh, Costa drive through and ordering the wrong coffee. Um, so I was absolutely buzzing for my gym and swim session. Um, but I have to say... I had a bit of a caffeine crash and a nap earlier today, but I think I'm still feeling the effects of that caffeine. So um, I do apologise if I talk a little bit fast and you don't understand what I'm saying today. Today, I want to delve into something on this coach cast, which is something quite deep. It can be something difficult to get a proper handle on, but I think it's imperative for everybody to try and get involved in this process. Um if you're going to achieve success. And that really is, how do you define success? And it's quite a big question. And initially on the face of it, when people think about success, you know, they usually think about nice cars, big houses, uh, maybe lots of holidays, all those gadgets that seem unnecessary yet somehow desirable. Um, you know, it's all money and materials. Uh, it could be less materialistic. It might be status orientated. It could be, you know, the high powered job or the successful kids at Oxford, the perfect partner, the Instagram worthy kind of couple goals, relationships. It could be any of those things. And I'm sure there's lots of you out there who agree and many of you who disagree. But how many of us have actually taken the time to stop and evaluate what our own version and definition of success looks like? And I'm not talking about what you think your version of success should be. I'm talking about what really matters to you. And the reason I say it like that is because all those things that I've just mentioned, and like I say, whether it's material possessions or whether it's things in terms of uh, aspirations you have for your kids to be a doctor or something like that, um, or for yourself, you know, if I get that promotion and I'm on the six-figure salary, then I'm successful. A lot of it is external. So you're basing your definition of success when you think about those things on how other people perceive you. And, you know, a lot of people say, oh, well, I don't care how other people see me. But they've never really stopped to ask them 
themselves what their own definition of success is and they're actually living in a version of themselves based on what they think other people think of them. Okay, so they might drive a particular type of car, you know, they might get a posh Jaguar or something like that um, because they think other people will think that gives them status and that makes them feel as though they have that status. So it's a bit convoluted, really, because everybody just seems like they're double bluffing each other when you look at it that way. So what I'm talking about is, have you actually thought about what really matters to you? Now, that requires quite a deep, deep thought and application of ourselves. We can't fight the fact that we are a product of our genetics and more importantly, of our environment. Uh, We spend varying amounts of time surrounded by the groups of people that raise us. So, you know, might be parents, single parents, big families, peer groups, teachers, authority figures, anybody that raises us. We all have groups around us that raise us, um, even for a short period of time. And we learn to navigate the world and set standards for ourselves based on what our culture tells us is correct. So in your formative years, you will develop very early on a sense of what is right and wrong. And that will be different for everybody. There will be some things that overlap. But, you know, the values of somebody that's living in deepest, darkest Peru are going to be very different to somebody in the UK, you know, because you live by a different culture. And a lot of that is going to be formed in childhood. And some of it can be quite difficult to shake off if you need to adapt and you need to change. Uh, for example, here where we are in the UK, I'd say that society tells us it's, it's great and successful to get married and have children. Um, and as someone who's often quite open about not feeling the need to follow that path necessarily as others do, I can tell you that people just don't compute it because their definition of success is that I should get married and I should have children. So when I say to somebody, actually, you know, children not necessarily on the menu for me, they say, but you'd make a great mum and all of this. And I'm like, I'm fully aware of that. But there are other factors that make me question whether that is the right thing for me. And people don't compute it. And they say, you'll change your mind. You know, you're still young. I don't know at what point they stop saying you're still young. I mean, I'm going to be 32 this year. (laughs) I feel like we're getting past that point now. But the, the point is that people will, they'll kind of judge you based on their own version of success and the culture that surrounds them. And it's because they too have not taken the time to actually think about what success means to them. So they will spout off the rules that society has told them and what their culture has told them. Another personal example, um, I'm quite open about the priorities in my life, um, being work and triathlon above all else. Um, And again, my culture or the culture that I generally encounter tells me that that's not correct. So according to the culture in the place that I live in in the world, I'm a very selfish person based on all that. And yet with the same brush, I'm painted as a very caring individual for working as part of the NHS um, in my day-to-day life. So it's very interesting that where I've taken a different approach to some of these issues, that society can be very divided on how they feel about me because there is a set of standards and a set of rules and a set of priorities that we're brought up with, that we are surrounded with in the culture that we grow up in and we're surrounded by. 
And I've taken the time to think about what's important to me and what my personal priorities are. And they don't always fit with that culture. But because I've spent the time doing that, I'm very confident in what I want to achieve. And I go out there and I do what I think is the right thing and what is important to me in the pursuit of serving others. And where people haven't done that, they will tell you exactly what society, you know, has told them. And that's where it can be quite difficult. And that's where we end up with things that we thought about in the last um, episode of the podcast, um, interferences, internal interferences like fear and guilt. And fear and guilt are emotions that we feel when we are kind of moving away from the status quo. So moving away from the norm and perhaps exploring what really matters to us um, and breaking the mold a little bit in terms of the environment that we live in. Because we are all creatures you know, biologically speaking, in terms of our evolution, we're creatures that we want to fit in with the troop. We don't want to appear different necessarily. You know, we have a big thing that we all want to be weird and wacky and different, but actually we all want to be part of a tribe. And fear and guilt come from what we feel is a risk that we might be removed from that tribe or removed from that troop. And so when people start to judge you by their values, it's because they're judging you by the standards that they think will keep them in that tribal troop. And that's why it can be very difficult to break out from that. And the thing is that none of that matters to me because like I say, I've spent a lot of time honestly getting to know myself and what I truly value in life. And while I value things that others don't, it allows me to serve others much better because I'm extremely driven in the way in which I do so. So whether that's performance coaching or healthcare, you know, or simply out in the real world, I have a very clear set of values and standards that I work to and I perform to. And because I've spent time thinking about that, it allows me to kind of shrug off people that say I'm wrong for living my life the way I do, um, you know, that call me selfish for the choices that I make because I've spent time working out what my priorities are and realizing that actually it's not necessarily right for me to do what society says. And if I'm constantly trying to perform to their set of standards and fulfill their definition of success, then I'm actually never going to be happy. I'm going to be unhappy. I'm going to be stressed. And all of those things mean that I'm not able to serve others well. When I'm living by my own set of values and standards and living up to my own definition of success, then I'm extremely capable of serving others. And that makes the world a better place. You know, I'm able to bring you thoughts like this on the podcast. I'm able to coach people really objectively because I'm able to understand their values and priorities and make them think about it and share mine and help people to really see what's important to them because I've taken time to do this and I understand why it's important and how challenging it can be. The danger of not working out what your own priority standards and values are is that, like I say, you'll never be truly happy because everything will just feel a little bit empty. No matter how much money you've got, how many things you have or how many relationships you try to form. And I was thinking about this this morning when I was kind of preparing um, for the show is that I can hand on heart say that I am totally happy with life. And there's a lot of people out there that can say that, but there are a heck of a lot more who can't. If they really honestly ask themselves that question, there are a lot of people that cannot answer yes to that question. 
Yes, I wish I was a little bit tidier. Uh, <laughs> my house is a little bit of a mess um, by my own standards. Perhaps by society standards, um, it's it's really messy. Um, but by some of the other people that I kind of share my world with, it's not particularly messy. So, you know, therein is just a small example of how standards differ for each pe- each person and how we're all speaking a slightly different language. Um, so yeah, you know, there are little things like that. And of course, I've got goals because I enjoy the process of progress and achieving success. But once I get to the next goal, you know, that's why I set a new one. But I'm happy because where I am right now gives me that fulfillment because of the way that I live. I've worked out what makes me happy, what makes me tick. And it's not being static. It's progression. It's self-improvement. It's getting better at the way in which I serve the world. And I think we all feel that. It's just that not all of us have realized it because we're stuck in a place where we're performing to a whole bunch of standards and values and priorities that are not really important to us. They're important to somebody else. They're important to a group of people that we don't align with. Now, to be clear, self-development, goal setting, bettering yourself are not the enemy here. I'm not saying that stagnating and, you know, you should be happy where you are and you shouldn't strive to be better. Because like I've just said, I enjoy the process of becoming a better person. And one of the things that I like around that and the reason that it satisfies me is because I can help other people and I can help more people. And as I become a better coach, um, a better a better dentist, I can help more people. And I see the rewards of that and that's incredibly satisfying for me. Self-improvement is about becoming a better human. And uh, like I say, that enables you to serve the world in a better way. Um, I want to be a better athlete for myself um, because that will make me happy and that makes me a better um, a better person. It gives me more clarity. It makes me better as a coach. I want to learn more as a coach for others. I want to, to be able to apply all the lessons that I've learned to what I do and, and how I can help other people. So self-improvement isn't you know, ironically, it's not just about improving yourself. It's about improving yourself for others, because I think as humans, that's what makes us happy. So on a practical note, how do you start discovering what your priorities and values really are? It's not a kind of instant directed process. And unlike a lot of the things that I help people with, there honestly aren't a whole bunch of repeatable steps to get there. Um, but there are processes that can help you to see what's important to you. Also remember that this is an evolving process. You're not suddenly going to see it once and have rules for life. They're going to change. They're going to evolve as you do and as you continue with the process. So you're not just going to do an exercise once and then suddenly have rules for life. It's not like, you know, the Ten Commandments aren't going to suddenly shoot out of the sky and you have kind of a big slab of rock living in your bedroom that you wake up and read every day. Like, that's just not how it's going to work. I think the biggest thing that you can do to get there, to help you to uncover what your values are. And like I say, remember that this is going to be a constant process. And after all, isn't that why we're all here is to be constantly learning. And I think that is a big thing that we can take away from this is that a lot of us can be happy actually by constantly trying to improve ourselves. So I think the biggest thing that you can do is reflect. Regular reflection, checking in on what makes you happy, uh, what makes you frustrated, what makes you upset, joyful, you know, feel grateful, contented, satisfied, all of those kind of different ranges of emotions. Actually taking time to absorb experiences, good and bad, 
just checking in and saying, you know, I want to do more or less of that and understanding why. Um, Things like spending evenings with the family walking might be something you really enjoy. So you might start to make that a priority because of how it makes you feel. And that might be because of, you know, the behavior that you see in the kids or the change that you see in the family dynamic. Um, You might realize that outdoor uninterrupted family time is really high up there on your list. And there are other ways that you can prioritize that in different ways that you can spend your time. Conversely, you might realize that you need more time by yourself and that that's really important to you and that that's what makes you a better human being. And you might need to make that your priority in some way. So it's about reflecting on the things that you enjoy, the things that give you happiness and not for other people. They're things that really make you happy. I think above all, question the norm. Check in and ask yourself the most important question. Am I doing this because of how it makes someone else feel? So am I doing it because of how society says that, you know, that makes them feel? Or am I doing it because of how it makes me feel? Now, that's quite a convoluted question. It might initially sound like a a selfish question, but actually it takes you away from doing things to impress others and creates a culture of honesty within yourself which then leads to, I think, an enhanced ability to be honest with others and realise what your true potential is and how you can use it to serve others. So it's about saying, what makes me happy? What makes me frustrated? All those kind of positive and negative emotions. But actually thinking, is it me that it's affecting? Or is it the impact that I see that it has on society and my culture and the people around me? And it can be really difficult sometimes to separate those two because if you've spent your whole life living to the standards of others and you've never really thought about what matters to you, then it can take a long, long time to kind of unravel that. And there are going to be some things, you know, some values that aligned that you think, actually, yeah, that is really important to me. But I think the first step is kind of clearing your mind and saying, actually, from now on, I'm going to reflect on things. I'm going to do things that that make me happy, not from a selfish point of view, but because when I do that, when it makes me a better human being and it makes me more able to serve others and that can only be a good thing. So quite a kind of deep thought process there. Um, But like I say, it's really, really important to spend the time thinking about these things. There's lots of um, kind of information, questions, podcasts out there that you can go and and take a a few notes from. Um, But just have a think about what success really means to you. And if you write down a load of things that come off the top of your head, maybe go back through those and think, right, is that because of how I think it will make society view me? Or is it because of how it will make me feel? And like I say, it's going to be very difficult often, particularly when you first start this, to separate those two. But have a go and remember, I think constant reflection is the key and I don't mean doing it every day. Um, But I think just taking 10 minutes out of the week and just looking back on the things that you did that were, you know, working towards your goals that made you feel good um, can can be the first step to that. But ultimately, knowing what makes, you know, what makes you successful in your own eyes will help to dictate your goals and will help get you started on that kind of goal smashing process, um, which we've described earlier in the podcast. So go back and listen to those episodes if you haven't already. In the meantime, 
Um, have another great seven days. I will check in with you in a week's time again. Um, as always, if there's anything that you would like me to cover on the podcast, um, if there's any questions, then please email me. Um, get involved in the group as well. So the link to the Paladins community is in the show notes. Um, and as always as well, there is the Superhuman Scorecard, um, which is your opportunity to explore the physical and mental um, barriers and interferences that are currently standing in the way of success for you. And that will give you a few top tips and hints um, just to get started on working through those straight away. Um, remember, if you've done that, if you've been listening to the podcast and you think, actually, I need a little bit more help, um, like I say, dive into the community um, sign up to the newsletter as well, because we get tailored advice in there every single week, exclusive to newsletter subscribers. Um, and it's pretty honest. Um, as you know, I like a, a no bullshit method of coaching. <laughs> so that's completely free as well. So sign up to the newsletter. It'll give you all of the best from across um, my media platforms every week. So you don't have to spend time doom scrolling and you can spend less time on social media and more time getting out there and doing what really matters to you um, but you can also book a call with me through there um, you can book a free um, introductory call with me um, just to kind of say hi maybe talk through uh, any issues that you're having so um, do get in touch I like to hear from you all I'm a very social animal um, but in the meantime like I say have a great rest of the week and I will catch up with you all in seven days time for listening to the do better podcast i hope you enjoyed the show you can connect with me and learn more about how you can become a happier healthier and more successful superhuman by contacting me at stevie potter at the following stevie's wonder clinic on instagram and heading to our website thewonderclinic.co.uk. and you can get started on your journey today by completing the superhuman scorecard via the link in the show notes i hope to see you all soon